superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This piece of filet mignon. This is the Rich Eisen Show. There's no comeback story for me. I've always been here. I've been living my best life. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. You know, he didn't urinate down his leg, man. That's a great place to begin. Mike Tomlin's a national treasure, folks. National treasure. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Jets cornerback Sauce Gardner. Co-founder of Merging Vets and Players, Nate Boyer. Still to come, Celtics point guard Marcus Smart. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hey, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We already chatted with Sauce Gardner of the New York Jets and Nate Boyer, whose beautiful film MVP is in theaters near you tonight. Uh, if you missed any of that, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. And there's also the Roku channel for you. Uh, we're seen there every single day as you are watching, hopefully right now, uh, on any Roku device, any Fire TV, Samsung Smart TVs, all have the Roku channel right there for free. Same thing with the Roku app. You get the Roku app on any mobile device. We're free there. The RokuChannel.com is for you desktop internet lovers who want to watch on a desktop or on a laptop. Guess what? We're free there as well between 12 and 3 Eastern. And then if you are watching on the Roku channel, uh, also channel 210 all day long. We just keep on keeping on. So if you missed the first two hours of this show and you're tuning in right now on the Roku channel, stay put. As soon as it's over, hours one and two, just pop on. And basically, it, we're unavoidable. Um, Odyssey, as well as this terrestrial radio affiliate, uh, screw it, I'll just say it, during this show, received the paperwork from Sirius XM. Oh, going to go do the old nice. sign or docu-sign, yes. and I'll let you know the information uh, in very short order. We're going to be All on right. there. If not uh, later this week, then next week we're back. That's and We're news. back, Mortimer. That's great news. We're back. That's great news. We're back. So that's the way we're rolling right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your calls. Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics Marcus calling Smart. in. Marcus Smart. Smart. Well, let's check in with him. Love it. Training camp right around the corner, trying to defend Season their conference title. Season is very soon, Rich. I'm so excited. I got yeah. the calendar. I've been, like, circling dates. <laughs> I, mean, I put, like, little shamrocks in the corner of yeah, every day. I'm, like, crossing it off. A lot of good seats still available in Fenway Park very last night, too. Excited. It was really strange for a Yankee Red Sox series, seeing a lot of empty seats. Well, that season is definitely And then, over. you know, but the Patriots season's not over. That's no. kind of ridiculous. Yeah. No. Stop. Please stop it. Stop. 
Uh, we're marathoning, Chris. We're not sprinting. Yeah, we're, not marathoning. Sprint, we're marathoning. We're marathoning. We're marathoning. People. We're marathoning. I'm overreacting still. Understood. Overreacting. Understood. Uh, Understood. Um, so when I left here yesterday, I saw this hit my Twitter feed and, you know, all the uh, internet sports website news stacks. Headline was Nathaniel Hackett, head coach mm. of the Denver Broncos. The man... Man, who is who is the uh, the first time head coach in his first time game as a head coach? Um, talk about unique circumstances. Russell Wilson is his new quarterback. Uh, in case you you need the backstory, he used to be a Seattle Seahawk, <laughs> and and the really? NFL schedule makers zero chill, zero chill. They they put him in Seattle in game one uh, of his Denver Bronco career, right back there in front of the twelves. And Russell knows this, and I'm sure Nathaniel Hackett knows it too. But until you're there, until you go to Seattle, now known as Lumen Field, uh, where I guess they have waffle parties uh, during breaks Ooh. there as well. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a severance, uh, severance reference. Rich, I got it. Oh, thank you, sir. I'm sorry. Um, but, the, you know, just like severance, a lot of crazy stuff happens in Seattle. I mean, <laughs> like you feel like you're in a different planet. It's loud. The stadium is just different looking. Uh, and then crazy stuff. Ish happens in in Seattle uh, and night games too. My gosh, fans are going crazy. You can hardly hear it. Refs are blowing a whistle to blow a play dead, but you can't hear it, and you're right there next to a whistle. It's wild stuff. And of course, it was a wild finish. It's Russell Wilson's first game back in Seattle. It's Seattle at night, and just the last minute, you watch it over and over and over again, and I just couldn't believe. With a running clock, after a third and 15 nets them uh, about 10 yards, 11 yards, or a third and uh, 16, yeah. it comes to fourth and fourth five. And, fourth and, and you got three timeouts left. I'm like, absolutely burn a timeout. Go back, talk it over. That's the end of that. But it, it's, it appears that they made a decision that if they got to the 64-yard line, I um, mean, the 45-yard the line or better, for a 64-yard field goal or closer for Brandon McManus, they were going to kick it. So when the clock's ticking down, ticking down, and ticking down, and you're wondering why are they just letting the clock tick off? It's because they were going to just try a field goal and then make it and give no time left for Seattle to answer. And then, of course, when McManus missed it, the second time after missing it the first time that didn't count because Pete Carroll called a timeout, and you're taking Russell Wilson off the field? In Seattle, it still doesn't compute a day later. And this is, again, a coach who was the offensive coordinator for a Packers team whose head coach took Aaron Rodgers off the field for a field goal to turn an eight-point game into a five-point game in the NFC Championship game, and the entire ensuing offseason was, does LaFleur not believe in his quarterback or what? And that was in their first foray together, LaFleur and Rodgers, and obviously their relationship has withstood it and gotten stronger and it's still a very successful relationship. And the same could be said for Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson, but it still is a head-scratcher. So the, the, the headline was Nathaniel Hackett now thinks they should have gone for it. <laughs> yep. You know, with full 2020 hindsight, right? Yeah. Or, you know... Thinking about it now, maybe I made the wrong decision to kick it. Looking and, here's, and, and so here's, here's the... Uh, soundbite of what appeared to be in the headlines and the articles, a mea culpa from the coach. Yeah, 
you know, looking back at it, we definitely should have gone for it. Um, just not, not, you know, one of those things. You look back at it and you say, of course we should go for it. We missed the field goal. Um, but in that situation, we had a plan. I mean, we had a plan. We knew that the 46 was the mark. Uh, we were third and 15, I think, third and 13. I'm more upset about that play before it to lose yards, to be able to, you know, Getting that there would have definitely uh, been better to be able to call that same play and get extra yards. But um, he dumps it out to Javante. Javante makes a move, goes a lot farther than I think we had anticipated. We were expecting to go for it on fourth down. And then you hit the mark, you know, the mark that we had all set before we started. We said uh, 46 yards, 46 yard line was where we wanted to be. And uh, we got there. So we had to make the decision if we wanted to give it to, uh, you know, Brandon. And we did. And it didn't work. It sucks. But hey, that's part of it. That is not a mea culpa, folks. That is not a guy who's just like, boy, that was a bad decision to go for the field goal. We should, yeah, I should have left my quarterback Russell Wilson out there since it's you know Russell's return to Seattle, and that's we we, we got to show our belief in our quarterback. I should have let him cook. No, 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 no. That you know what that sounds to me when I heard it for the first time. That sounds to me like again, I don't know the question that was asked. I'm assuming it was, do you, do you know, did you think differently about your decision after missing the field goal? And we're going to play that soundbite again. It sounds like to me he's making a joke right. of, yeah, now that I know that we missed the field goal, I, I'd love to – I shouldn't have taken Russ off the field. And he kind of waited for the laugh to come, and that laugh line didn't land. It's what it sounds like to me. And then he starts going into his response about what their plans were going into the game. Take, take a listen. I think that's what this is here. Yeah, you know, looking back at it, we definitely should have gone for it. Um, just not, not, you know, one of those things. You look back at it and you say, of course we should go for it. We missed the field goal. Um, but in that situation, we had a plan. I mean, we had a plan. We knew that the 46 was the mark. Uh, we there were we third so, and you know 15, I, mean? like, I think. So, so you know, that, that's what it sounds like that. to me right there. Right. And the plan is the problem. That's the problem. And he did make, you know. Uh, uh, an interesting case that it was the second down play that caused them to lose the yardage. To, to it was actually the, it was actually first down. So they the first get, down play. Yeah. So at, at, at the two minute warning, they get the first down. It was third and two. They get nine yards. And so with one twenty four to go, it's first and ten from their own forty nine. So essentially midfield. And uh, Russell Wilson throws to Javante Williams, and he loses four yards. That's the one. And it sets up second and fourteen. Russ is incomplete. And then third and fourteen. Obviously, he gets nine right. yards. So he's pointing out, like, if the first down play got positive yardage, then the third down play would have netted them the first down or closer to the first down, and right. clearly they would have gone for it or been closer to the mark. Right. That's the whole idea. And, and I understand you have to have a pregame plan, like you say to your kicker, when, you know, what's the uh, furthest away that you are confident that you can make it? And he's just like, yeah, 64 yards, which is fascinating to me because he had never made one from that distance or even 60 plus you know we had that graphic to lead our show on tuesday and it's kind of like okay mcmanus like really that's your mark because i guess you must have felt it in pre pre-game snap his previous 64 yard attempt that he had made from that actual yardage was 2019 he missed it Missed from 70, he's missed one from 63, and two from 62. As a matter of fact, prior to him, 
38 different attempts from 64 yards or longer got missed in the history of the NFL. Rich, one thing. So, that- so hold on a second, and then yeah. you can jump in. I- I'm just saying the plan was terrible. And that, you know, not every, and, and again, it's his first foray at it, but, and the hindsight is sure he missed the kick. And if he'd made it, we'd be talking about, well, that was an interesting way for Russ to finally uh, oh, yeah. get it, get to, you know, to get his first win as a, a Bronco. But that's not the way it went. It went, it's Russ's building. He's back. He has a chance to get you five yards and get you closer for a much more manageable field goal. And it doesn't matter what your kicker said or as, Mark Schlereth said when he appeared yesterday, okay, Ray Finkel, we don't care what you have to say, how far <laughs> out you can make it. We got Russ here. We're going to go for it with him. Places out. And so I thought when I read that headline, mea culpa, he, he understands or he gets it. That's just like uh, he's waving his game plan at everybody like at Hoosiers. And I think, you know, he can – I'm not saying this means he can't coach and he's not going to be successful and the Broncos are screwed – I'm just saying that everybody, the head, the headlines and the stories were written like this was a teachable moment for the first time head coach in his first game. And to me, I don't think that his teachable moment is to tell everybody, I've got a plan. I know what's going on with this team. And I made the call and it sucks. It didn't work out. So it goes. And I, I just hope for the Broncos sake that he and Russ didn't just get off on the foot where Russ is like, okay, you know, am I going to be allowed to cook here or what? And can he, because that was a teachable moment for LaFleur. Did you notice how many times they went for it on fourth down the following year when Rodgers was back? Not, not like branded Staley-esque, but uh, LaFleur took something out of that, which is like, okay, 12. It's your show. And he's won two MVPs since that moment, by the way. <laughs> yes. Back-to-back MVPs. I just found that interesting. I heard that soundbite. I'm like, no, that sounded like a laugh line that didn't land. Trust me, as a former stand-up comedian, I know what that sounds like. <laughs> but don't so what, what were you going to say? Well, I, I mean, you know, yeah, he missed the kick, right? But what Chris and I were discussing today is what no one's talking about is how close he came to actually Make making no, that kick. It was, it's not a distance thing. I mean, the guy's he got had the, the leg. leg. He was just to the, to the left, barely. Yeah, like, overhooked it a little bit. You know, another five, six inches. We're talking about something different. He almost made that kick. He didn't make it, obviously. 64 yards, though. I mean. So far. They had to do something for his confidence, too, just to know that he had that much leg. That's great. You know, and maybe he'll get that chance again later in the season. That's great. That keeps him out of the playoffs. I just. (laughs) That's a good point. As far as I'm concerned, you know, you need to. You, you, you've acquired the guy. I mean, it's obvious. You've acquired a guy. You're paying him all this money. He's your guy. You go with the guy. He's marquee. You go with your guy. And if it doesn't work, it's just like, hey, you went with your guy. And after the game, did you think of kicking it? Well, you know, that was the time and the, that was the distance where, you know, McManus was saying it. But you know what? I mean, I'm riding. He says, let's ride. We were riding. It just didn't work out. Play didn't work out. And he had a terrific game. 340 yards. We're going to be great. Okay. We're going to be fine. You know, it's a tough spot for to play your first game in period, let alone to coming back here. And we'd have all been like, got it. But he thought this was the best way to go about it. And I'll tell you what, um, keep a pin in that one because everybody else has got to play Seattle in that division. What do you think? The rest of the division is going to go 3-0 against Seattle? 
Yeah, probably. You know, we, everybody's talking about Seattle less than, and nobody's really talking about Seattle's win and how Geno looked. We're all talking about that decision more often than not. I mean, this, shoot, we're talking about it a day Seattle, later. This as is such. also Seattle Super Bowl. Seattle um, is at the Chargers and at the Raiders, which means, um, well, one of these is, yeah, no, they're, they, they get Vegas in. That's it. At the Chargers and they're at Kansas City. Vegas is the, the one that's got to go to the 12s. At Chargers, that'll be and a that is game. week dozen. It might be a chilly day too. It's going to be loud, man. What a home field advantage they have. Can't even th- sometimes hear yourself thinking there. Kansas City's the same way. I don't want to piss off the rest of the Chiefs fans. Also there. Everybody talk about loudest outdoor loud. stadium. Very, I mean, it's insane. Very sensitive. Loudest place I've ever been into where where I couldn't think, couldn't hear was the Superdome. Indoors night game. Everybody's swing oil all day. I went to a preseason game in Seattle in 2014. One of the loudest We're outdoor stadiums. We're in the stadiums. third deck. Yeah. Couldn't hear the person next to me. One of the loudest outdoor stadiums so ever, and so is Kansas City. You know, when they say the home of the Chiefs and they say Chiefs, it's just, you, you, first time I heard that, I literally was, whoa. <laughs> we did a plane fly overhead. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. When we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Marcus, 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 Matt of the Boston Celtics will be joining us here. He's got a very important issue he wants to talk to all of you about and make you aware of. And then Chris Brockman's week one MVP race. It's never too early. Never too early. Never guys. too early. <laughs> It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on our Terrestrial yeah. Radio Network, T.J. Jefferson just revealed 
the fact that he's on camera that, wearing his Jordans yeah, has, in I fact, mean, resulted in free stuff from Nike, wow. and Chris Brockman is irate. I mean, this, I I mean you figure he'd is, be happy for me, but I, I could, because I, I went to him three years ago and said, this is what I, because I'm are, big on manifesting stuff Are now. we a team here or not, Rich? There is an I in Rich and Eisen, but there is not one in show. We're a team. But you also can't spell ish without sh. Are we a team? I, I think we are. And, and so, you know, there, you're, I guess you, it's fortunate that I'm not as into the shoe game as yeah, I mean, I, you are I because that's a lot of pairs of 13, yeah. size 13s. You know, you know, 10 and a half would look good, too. It would look good if, if I was able to like, put an order in. I didn't put the order. My friend, like I said, thank you, Kathleen. She asked me what was my size. She Brockman, goes, wow. she had a friend. Great. Now, oh, this is I great. Mean, you thought you were well, friends. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Wait, wait, how can anyone be mad at me? Yeah. Like, well, I, can we be happy for TJ? No. See, that's the Why? difference. Let's right be there. happy for you. TJ, I think it's great that you have you have uh, blossomed in the role that you have, uh, you have uh, ruled the corner uh, of our set since we uh, we – had you grace wow. our audience <laughs> wow. every single day, I think you have ruled it. You have Thank your you. own style. You wow. have your own panache. And I think it is terrific that you have done so many great things with it. And it is now culminated in you getting free stuff. I have no explanation for what happened. That you haven't shared with anybody. Well, how can I share with anybody? Like, Because I we're not size 13. I didn't know this was really coming. Oh. You know, wow. it, I yeah. go home, I show up, and it's there. Well, I mean, how did she get the address? Well, I've been friends with her. She's, she's okay. So uh, then, so then, can you say, "Hey"? Oh uh, no! You see, that's you know. Well, now you're a schnorrer. Use the phrase. The schnorrers. You don't want to be known as a schnorrer. Well, I don't know. I got to talk. I don't like. I said I don't know who sent these. She was just like, "Let me see," because she used to represent Jumpman years ago. Can she's you like, put "Let me see what I can do." This more? is where we need Larry David. This is where we need put him. The photo up. Let's like put up. No, no, no. I mean. That's one, two, three. That's dude. That's seven pairs. Seven. Seven. I mean, wow. Wear them proud, TJ. Is it, are you wearing one of the new ones oh, today? No, not today. No. No, no you should have. I mean, that would have been. Wow. So this is what you had. You were. Wow. On Monday, Chris, yeah. you're yeah. right over there. Do you need a hug? He is not. He's like, he, oh, he's, he's shutting down. He Chris, you can't shut down. Marcus Smart's about yeah, to call him. I mean, he's not happy. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. But I'm just saying, Marcus thank you to the people human. because she it's happened to see heat. clips where like fans would call in, a couple guys commented on the sneakers, and she was like, let's see what I could do for you. It wasn't okay. like I, I don't, like I said, I couldn't even have asked for shoes for anybody else because I didn't even really know I was getting them. Now you can, though, right? I'll see. But like I said, I don't <sighs> know the person at Nike. I don't even know who sent these. I don't need them. Get him for him because we can't have him shut down. No, maybe I would, but the fact that he's going to shut it down, he's already shutting down. Well, the fact is, if he had shown like a little bit of joy for me, then maybe I'd be more likely to go, "Hey, Kathleen." But the fact is, he like right off the bat was just angry about this. Is the business we've chosen? Yeah, I mean, Hyman Roth (laughs) would say that is the business we've chosen, which, as you know, is free. It's me. That's called swag. Although swag means stuff we all get, and not what is this. Uh, it's S O T J G. So it's Satjga. Satjga. Stuff, stuff only TJ, only TJ gets. gets. Look, man. That's Satjga. 
Wow. There's a game, right? You can hate it, but don't hate the player. Like, it, I didn't ask for this. No, this just, is a player move. It, it, don't it, hate the player. Hate the game. How's it? But, but what did I no, do to be hated? No, I hate the game. Just not by not having a close-up camera shot. That's guys, all I did. Guys, we need to. Wow. We need, hey, look. Hey, to hell with what like, the show looks like. It's all about me. Hold on a minute. I don't even know that. This, that's... Sounds, this sounds a little bit like. The Celtics season last year, oh. yeah, where there was apparently yeah, rift. some rift, rift yeah, or yeah, dissension yeah, in the locker room amongst the ranks. Mm-hmm. Team meetings were called, yep. and then best foot forward. I guess I shouldn't use that phrase yeah. right now. <laughs> occurred, <laughs> and then and then championship quality material unfolded. Only to lose on Emmy night. <laughs> no. I'm we trying to be positive here. We, we were nominated. I'm we trying won. to be positive here. Because joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is the Defensive Player of the Year of the National Basketball 2021-2022 Association. Season of the defending Eastern Conference champion Boston Celtics, Marcus Smart on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Marcus? Oh, I'm great. Thank you for having me. My... Family loves you, Marcus Smart. I bet you hear that quite a bit. I bet you hear that a lot. I actually, I actually do, and, and you know, I, it's it's crazy to hear uh, that you know, little old me, that people in the house love me. So, what do you but, mean? What is that kind of? What are you talking about? What do you mean, little old you? Uh, man, I'm, just, mean? I'm just little. I'm just a young dude from from Dallas, Texas, man. That had a dream one day to to play professional basketball, and then one day his dream came true to play for one of the most prestigious franchises in NBA history, so it and, means a lot. And that is what you're doing. So who was your guy growing up? Who did you want to model yourself after Marcus Smart? You wouldn't believe me. I actually played football before I actually played basketball, so I wasn't really um, a guy that was like, I have this guy who I'm looking really? up to modeling my, my game after. It was just I just wanted to be a good basketball player. So you were from Dallas, Texas, and yep. – you were more of a football guy than a basketball guy, Marcus Smart. Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. Okay, yes, so then I have to ask you, I don't, I don't mean to mess with the Boston <laughs> Celtics. Can you play quarterback right now? Oh, I can. In I Dallas? Could. I actually played quarterback, uh, wide receiver, safety. I played a couple of positions, but I could definitely play quarterback. I could definitely. I, I know my Cowboys ain't doing too well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, though. Just give him some time. Okay. No, 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 no. Look, you, they, they could use your you – see, so you played wide receiver and defensive back? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you said? Uh, uh, yep. Okay. Yes, defensive back, I think they got that handled. Okay. Yep. Wide receiver, they might be able to use your ability. Marcus Smart. Quarterback, definitely. They could – walk. What, what was your game? What was your game? Big arm? What, you had uh, legs, too? You, you run, pass? It, I, what do you I got? Had it all. I had it all. I could run, pass. I had the legs. I could read the defense. I was tall enough to see over my lineman. So I could get the ball out. I didn't need a lot of time. But I had it all. Okay. How many other Cowboys fans are there on the Boston Celtics right now, Marcus? Probably – to be honest, yeah. that's a good question. I know. I think I know two for sure. Who else? Uh, Who else? But I, I, I have no clue. I, I, I don't really. I try to stay away from that because oh. the Cowboys are Cowboys are very touchy subject, especially here in Boston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is it. Patriots, you know, Patriots versus Patriots. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Patriots are the are the team there. You know that. Okay. Exactly. Okay. What was it like? It was neat for me to see this, Marcus Smart, 
But to have Gary Payton surprise you at practice with the Defensive Player of the Year award was awesome for me to see. What was it like for you to live, Marcus? Oh, it was Fourth of July. It was it was ridiculous. It was fireworks because of how they did it. Um, it was a surprise. I didn't even know who won the DP award. A wide award. My teammates left, and then he made you Doka coach. He was like, "I need you to stay real quick. I need to show you something." I'm like, "All right." And then when I walk out, everybody, the whole organization there, and Gary Payton is there to hand it. So I couldn't believe it. It was it was a dream come true um, to to not only get acknowledged for what you do and you, you, you pride yourself on it, but to have the one guy who you've looked up on that defensive end and who was the previous uh, – recipient of this award before you were and who opened the door for guards to even have an opportunity to win this at his side. So it was incredible. It was an incredible feeling. Right, I know. And then you're going against the sun. Then I think it was all over the whole Gary Payton thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the whole glove thing, mitten thing, all that stuff, that goes out the window. Exactly, goes out the window. Yeah, when it actually came down to it. And so, um, so much of a conversation, Marcus Smart, last year about where the Celtics were and how they got – uh, to where you wound up and how there was quite a journey going on behind the scenes and there was a, a lot of team meetings. What are you willing to share with us about what did happen for a switch to maybe get flipped for the Celtics right around the turn of the calendar year, Marcus? Um, for us, we became more stable, you know, after the trade deadline. Um, guys kind of became more like uh, they knew exactly – if they were going to be here, if they weren't, they knew exactly what their roles were going to be. I think early on in the year, we had a new coach, we had new guys, we were trying new guys. Nobody really knew exactly what was a sure thing. And um, I think that hurt us. But once we, we clarified that and then um, just settled down, you know, everybody was anxious to, to prove to everybody what they could do. Uh, to prove to the world what we can do. And, and sometimes it came back to, to bite us. Instead of just letting us do what we've been doing all whole lives, it's work that our work come in and do it and let the game do it for the talking. Once we settled in and calmed down, it actually started to show, you know, and then we went on that run. But it wasn't pretty. And I think all things, um, great things, you know, they don't start off pretty at all. So um, it was definitely rough for us. But I think once, like I said, once we settled in, everybody knew kind of what was a sure thing. That it made everybody lives a little bit better. And then what about the coach? What about uh, Ime Ujoka when he started selling? And then when do you think you started buying what he was selling? So he was – Ime, Ime Ujoka, Coach Ime, he was selling from day one. As soon as he got here, he was, this is how things are going to go. This is how we're going to do it. This is how it's done. And it wasn't like, all right, we – if it didn't happen, you know, some coaches would be like, all right, it's not working. Uh, he, it's going to work. It's either going to work or you're not going to play. So this is how we're going to do things. And it wasn't just with one player. It was the whole team from the guys to the coaching staff. And um, it kind of gave us a sense of, uh, you know what I'm saying, like relief that, okay, he knows what he wants to talk about. He's not coming out here looking scared, afraid, nervous. And so he's going to give us confidence to do the exact same how was he different from Brad Stevens? Uh, Brad is a more laid-back guy, you know. Uh, killer smile, you know. <laughs> um, can't really stay mad at him. Um, 
where he may, you know, he doesn't care about your feelings too much. He's going to let you know exactly how he feels and and if you did wrong or right, right then and there, no matter who's looking. So with him, he he's more uh, he's more in your face a little bit. He's more oh. aggressive than Brad, which you know he he's a player himself, so he gets it. He understands it, and he understands a little bit more of how to to get the most out of players and what to say, when not to say things, and how to say them. Yeah, I couldn't have guessed that about uh, Coach Udoko when uh, in the Game 3 huddle he told you to stop playing like a-holes right to your face. <laughs> couldn't pick up on yeah, that, that's... right? <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's, that's Coach Udoko. What, what happened in that? I mean, how did you take Did you guys at least laugh at that when he said that to you, or it was just too intense because, you know, it's kind of like the NBA Finals? What was that like? No, I mean it wasn't. You didn't. You didn't lie, but you definitely agree with him. Like, oh, you gotta get it together. Like, come on, guys. Like, you know what I'm so that's one way it to was, express it. Definitely agree with him. That's one exactly, way to express right? it to the team. I heard that. I'm like, whoa. Okay. He's, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, I hope he's got the pulse of the team because that can sort of turn people <laughs> off. That's what. I'm, but yeah, I think he did. Um, that's pretty. Uh, it, 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 it was just neat to watch. You know, Horford going off and the way that he went off. And then to see the team get together and Tatum obviously doing what he's doing with Jalen Brown. But I, I do have to ask you, Marcus Smart, how did it land with you, the rumor that the team was looking to trade for Durant and Jalen Brown was part of that deal a few weeks uh, ago? Uh, um, well, for me, yeah, I mean, my, 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 my name has been a trade talk ever since I got here. So um, I really couldn't think too much of it because – I've been doing this a long time. I know how it goes. I know the tricks and everything. So I, I couldn't really take it seriously because I didn't know how serious it really was. Like I said, you hear it all the time. But, um, I mean, it definitely would have been cool to have had Kevin Durant. Like, I think any team and anybody tell you, like, yeah, like, one of the best players in the world. Like, of course we want on our team. But at the same time, Jalen Brown, who, who Jason, those two guys, or – young, upcoming superstars, and we just made it to the final. So for me, I was glad, you know, like I said, would have been ecstatic to have KD, but I'm glad we still got Jalen and Jason in the team and the core that we just went to the finals beyond everybody's expectations after starting the year the way we had. Why not running back? So I'm, 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 like I said, would love to have had KD. I think anybody in the world will tell you that, but – I think anybody on this team also tell you that we're also happy that we still got the team that we have. I, don't know, I thought Mark Smart for a second, like maybe it wasn't that serious. And if I'm the Nets, I am definitely let everyone in Boston in your locker room know that uh, Jalen Brown was offered to us, and we're just sticking with Durant. I would want to, I would want to lob that into your, into your <laughs> locker room, one thousand percent. And I'm wondering how is that going to affect you guys? Do you think when it's nah, all? It's my, it's my, it's my job to make sure it doesn't. Marcus Smart here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, let's get into this. Why are you um, talking about um, blood stem cell and uh, the blood stem cell registry? I give that to you, um, Marcus Smart. Definitely. What you're doing with Affleck? So for me, uh, you know, I, I partner with Affleck and be the match to because of the reason it hits home with me. Everything that they're doing, I, I it's personally affected in my life. I lost my mom four years ago to bone marrow cancer, mm. and I lost my oldest brother about 15 years ago to lung cancer. So I've been affected by the cancer and the blood diseases. So for me to be able to, to, to know that, you know, um, that it's people out here that are going through the same 
journey that my mom or my brother or somebody else is going through without the education knowing that, you know, um, especially in sickle cell, that, you know, the, the donor or the match, being able to get matches only 29% in African-American community compared to our white counterparts, and, and which is, is which is outrageous because everybody has a chance to deserve to have a chance and opportunity to, help, to, to, to find a cure, to be able to have that cure found for them and to be able to have somebody be able to have a match for them. So for me, to be able to get people to be aware of, you know, cancer, sickle cell, and other blood-type diseases, to be able to join the registry by just swiping your cheek and joining that registry, becoming a donor, because you never know who life you might be able to save. And it's as simple as just swabbing your mouth. That's it. You swab your mouth, simple you join the registry, so then your your profile is somewhere. Somebody needs a match. They're hoping against hope that there's a match out there. Somebody's family's life is on the line. And boom, you go to the registry and you could see there's a match. It's a simple swab. That's it, right? Simple, 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 simple. And just one swab could save a life. Go to bethematch.org for more information on how to donate and be part of that. I'm sorry to hear about uh, your family history. And um, and it's as simple. I, I, I lost a, a dear friend to... Uh, uh, bone marrow cancer as well and it took him forever to find a match it took him forever um and it, it would have been much quicker had uh, uh, enough people actually swabbed him yep. in part of the the stem blood stem cell registry it's that simple yep and i think another thing people need to know about this uh, about joining the registry and the reason why it's so important to get people in in that registry is because the only way that kids, adults, or anybody who's dealing with these type of blood disease, such as sickle cell or cancer anyway, that the only way for them to survive mm-hmm. is through the transplant itself. That's the only way. So I think by letting people know that how critical it is for us to, to, to do our research, to educate ourselves, to go and at least see if you are matched, because this is literally the only way to save the lives that you're hoping to save. Amen. Again, for more information and to to donate, go to bethematch.org. Marcus Smart, I hope this is the first time of many. Hope this is the first time of many. Look for my call during the season. Let's talk. Let's talk. I'm not going to. Would love to. You know, even if it even if things aren't going well, I'm not going to call you guys a holes. You know, I'm just going to be nice. I'm just going to be <laughs> just welcome you in with open arms. You know, that's what we did. That's what, you know what? I, I would like that a little bit. You know, I like that a little bit more. Sometimes, you know, he may go for day ho so that, that's good okay okay yeah he can upgrade so he can upgrade his language okay i got it i look forward to that and uh and and again i might have to reach out sooner if cooper rush doesn't do the gig very well maybe they really are gonna have to reach out to you marcus that'll at least get you out of training camp get you out of training right, camp exactly. you know take care of yourself marcus smart thanks again um truly you, know, you are a joy to watch for so many people and uh Brockman, you want to you want to just give him a, a little hello for the Celtic fan that's right here. No, I just want to thank you, Marcus, for help uh, bringing back the Celtic pride and um, appreciate everything you do. Appreciate your game, even though everyone gives you a hard time on social media. But uh, us us in Boston and us out here uh, worldwide, we love it, man. Keep it up. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for everything. Uh, okay, thanks for having me. Thanks for the support. Look for our call during the season, Marcus Smart. Thanks again for the for the two cents here. Yes, sir, will do. Marcus Smart, at Smart underscore MS3 on Twitter, right here on The Rich Eisen Show. A delight, an absolute delight.
best. Talking to Marcus Smart. Love that guy. And um, to the rest of the uh, Eastern Conference who would like to um, uh, get past the Celtics this year, your Philadelphia 76ers are one of them right there. I know, no question about that. To that fan base, I say last time I had uh, Chris Brockman address somebody who's really loves Whoa, hold on a fan. That's a good point. Uh, Everything hold on went south for it. Very, very south. It was hold on, football. hold on, hold Like on. a couple years they haven't it's recovered, It's not right? my birthday today, okay? <laughs> you didn't surprise me. This interview with Marcus wasn't a surprise. It was scheduled. We knew it was on the docket. Nevertheless. For like a week, okay? And Syracuse football is 2-0. and uh, He's got a good point. Okay. So, Took three years. The curse of the Brockman's been turned on. Dino Babers has survived. He's still there. Still there. Very few can survive the the Brockman's Ziggy. When your college football team actually has a quarterback, it's amazing. (laughs) Garrett Schrader, my man. Let's go. Keep it up. At Purdue. Home home opener. Purdue this week. Let's go. Is he, is he, he's really good, right? He's really good. Is he good enough to make you swear off Georgia football? Come on, Rich. Uh oh. Make me, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Let's take a break. (laughs) Let's take a break. And come back. Chris Brockman has his, what are your MVP watch list? MVP index. Your index. Oh, MVP index. Index. Is Micah Parsons on this index? The MVP index. There is a defensive player, though. Is it Micah? Coming up next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the 37th anniversary of the Golden Girls. We have had, may he rest in peace, Alan Thicke on this program saying, he, he told us, he I had no idea, us. he wrote that theme song, yeah. The Different Strokes. He sang you know, it. The world don't move. So I just got 11 cents for singing that. <laughs> That's just Alan Thicke right here. <laughs> he wrote a he lot of theme songs. Right? He wrote a lot of theme songs. songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he sang the first few bars of, give me one more time. He's a great well, just, the world don't move. So I just got 11 cents for singing that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, so many people love the Golden Girls. Yeah, love they it. were, it was, that was, was to this yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. Still. When was the last time you watched an episode of Golden Girls? Probably about a, two weeks ago. Wow. Two weeks. It comes on. I forget yeah. the channel, but it comes on at night. So he wrote uh, the theme songs. It's Alan Thicke. 
for 10 TV shows. Oh, wow. What else did he write for? What else did he write for? So here we go. I found a list. He wrote, obviously, different different strokes. He wrote Facts of Life. You take the good. The the Wizard of Odds. Joker's Wild. Joker and a triple. Celebrity Sweepstakes. The Diamond Head Game. Animal Crack-Ups. Blank Check. Well, as we all know, though. uh, Wheel of Fortune. Wow. I didn't know they had words. Damn! To it. Wow. Nobody Composed. though. The number one theme songwriter, television theme songwriter Mike, ever is Mike Post. Mike Post. Yeah. Mike Post. Uh, just yesterday, I, I tweeted out the Rockford Files' greatest theme song ever. I saw you responded with Hawaii Five O. Mike, Ooh, don't at me. Best television no. theme, theme song ever. Played in every bar mitzvah and bar mitzvah and party right, and wedding. And you, made, question, you, made, Chris. you made my point. That spread that was huge. You made my point. You just also played every bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah and running yeah, around. It it it's the, the electric slide. It. It's the electric slides oh, played no, there, too. No, no, Forget no. it. Oh, come on. Get out of here. Man, Get out of here. Do you want to hear this Mike Post list? Oh, no. It's you, disgusting. Please have at it, sir. It's disgusting. It's Rockford sick. Files, yeah. Hill Street Blues, Magnum P.I., Law and Order, The A-Team, L.A. Law. Uh, let's yeah, see. Well, he, he wrote for all the Botchko shows. Yeah. Yeah. All of these. Code Quantum, Sonny Spoon, Wise Guy, Doogie Hauser. Yeah. Wow. I played Hill Street Blues uh, for my piano lessons. Man, man. I did. I'd have been watching this show in... uh, 60 Minutes will be coming up following football. In 85. Followed by murder. Comma. She wrote. Thank you very much. uh, Well done. So I'm going to do that as a poll. Better uh, theme song, Rockford Files or Hawaii Five-0. Do it. Let's. All right. uh, We're in the right demo. Chris Brockman to, to play us out. Let's do it. Uh, let's finish up today's show. Chris Brockman, you'll be doing this. Are you doing this weekly? This weekly, weekly, every week. Because we're going to overreact a little bit. You okay, know what very I mean? good. And then at the end of the year, we'll, get, we'll narrow it The down. most valuable. you have a drop for this? Oh, yeah. a drop for it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's okay. go. Here we most go. valuable player in. I better start the MVP, K-Man. Brockman's NFL MVP Index. <laughs> Brought to you by the fact that the NFL season, every Westwood One NFL broadcast is streaming live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, Thanksgiving, and Christmas triple headers. The International Series in every postseason game. Chris, you have the floor. Rich, I think your head was down while my uh, graphic <laughs> Did you not was see up. that graphic? Mike, if you want to put the, okay. the graphic. I saw it. You didn't see that I was Bill Walsh? I saw it. No He's reaction. A, he is the oh, All right. great reaction. All right, Best NFL MVP index coming to you every week. We'll go five to one. We'll count it down, TJ, because that's how you like it. Number Thank five, you. guys, defensive player, Chargers, Khalil Mack. Oh, boy. Three sacks, dominating performance against the Raiders in week one. Terrific. Half of his sack total from a year ago, uh, where he only played seven games for Chicago. Khalil Mack was awesome. Also had six tackles and four QB hits. Number four, TJ's going to add him in fantasy this week. I had to do it. Carson Wentz. You put my business out 313 there. 313 yards. Out of here. Four touchdowns. A Come comeback on. victory in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, Rich, according to ESPN, the Jaguars had a 85% chance to win the game in the fourth quarter. Did they win the game? Well, the reason no, why, and it was because of Carson Wentz. Well, the reason why the Jaguars had that percentage at that point in time oh, in the game was because of who? That's not my point. My point is Carson Wentz. It's week one. It's week one, guys. All right, number three. <laughs> he, he might still be open and running for a touchdown. Justin Jefferson, nine catches, 186 yards, and two touchdowns. He might very well be the best receiver in the NFL, as he claims he is. He's number three on my list. And the top two guys, I have a feeling these are going to be the top two guys probably just about every single sure. week. But sure. I'm not going to get sick about talking about them because they're awesome. Number two, Josh Allen, 297 yards, three touchdowns. Oh, if that wasn't good enough, 
56 rushing yards and a touchdown for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, really good at the football. And number one, Patrick Mahomes. The guy's unbelievable. He's got one hand, 360 yards. Five, they just scored again, five touchdowns. <laughs> He's going to do it again tomorrow night. He's probably going to have five more touchdowns tomorrow night. Bet the over. Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, number one in my NFL MVP index. You're going with the street baller? Number one over Josh Allen? Street baller number one. Why? Did you not hear me just say? I did. 360 yards and five touchdowns? Right. What about Josh Allen? Because he had his, his sheet wasn't clean? Is that what you're saying? Josh Allen turned the ball over twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pa- Patrick Mahomes lost his top receiver, too. Just saying. Patrick Mahomes, I like number one this week. This is great because, um, again, Brockman had his finger on the Chiefs are not going to be good chess piece. Yep. Oh, for what? For months. For months. Most you of the summer. You moved that, you moved that Bro, piece. I put it in there and I yeah, held yeah, it. And you held it, like, you held it, you held it, you held it, you held it, and then you moved oh. it back before you and took I'm your like, finger yeah, off well, it. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you had your finger on that piece. I was like, oh. You moved it. You realized how unstrategic a maneuver that was? Oh, I don't yeah. like that move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what back. I was saying. Brockman went from having Mahomes on Mount Rushmore to he's not going to be that good. Then street kind of came yeah, back. Like, he's the unknown street baller. Yeah. That was me. That was the one. I was the one giving quotes to the athlete. With a paper bag over his head? Is Number one, said? Patrick Mahomes. Good this God. Week. Great show, everybody, guys. Great show. I want to thank uh, uh, also, I want to thank uh, uh, my guests today. We've got Sauce Gardner, Nate Boyer, and who was the third one? Who was here? Who was Marcus Matt. Marcus Matt. I love that you love. And Nathan Zagura. Okay. And Nathan Zagura, yes, yeah. to set us straight on Zagura. Brownie the Elf. Words that are not said in irony, but accuracy. <laughs> I didn't think. Set us straight on Brownie, Brownie the Elf. elf. Uh, okay. Who Cleveland Brownie. fans are upset about Brownie. that elf Brownie. route. So, uh, uh, tomorrow's show, Willie McGinnis. Willie hey. McGee. Jarrett Payton will be uh, here because his dad, Walter, is the subject of this week's Icons on Epics. Oh, amazing. Which I'm voicing. So uh, it's part of the family of the Rich Eisen show here. Family. Rich family. 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 Uh, Dalvin Cook on the phone. Hey. Hey, Mr. Dalvin. And then in studio, uh, get the great Jews in sports book ready. The first set of brothers to ever sign it. Jeff Schwartz is already yeah. in that book. Mitchell's in hey. studio. Yes. You think Mitchell bring us a little bit of brisket? Uh, better. <laughs> brisket. What else do you want for free? Jesus. By the way, brisket might be the most non-Jewish Jewish food you can mention. But he loves making, he and Stone Street trade brisket Ah, recipes. Okay, that's true too. That was great when I called him, I called Mitchell Schwartz a member of the tribe and Stone Street's like, Chiefs. I'm like, no, that's the wrong tribe. Not that tribe. And by the way, didn't Brockman ask for free wine last week? And yep. he got it. And we got it. Okay, got it. then. <laughs> and I'm tight with the, B, the CEO of the Bucks. No, nice. Well done. Nice.